0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is still...
0: Groundhog Day. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) It is still Thursday, January 27th, and it is another emergency podcast. Joining me to break down the eternal departure from the NFL of big Ben Roethlisberger. Right, Wilson. Wilson, this sad day for you. As a Steelers fan, is finally upon us. Big Ben Roethlisberger has retired. Um, and when I say sad day, I mean you're probably happy to be finally moving on.
0: No, I think you are, which is what you made it sound like when we did HQ. And also worth noting, it is in my contract that John Breach cannot show up when to I memorialize Ben Roethlisberger. And I think Debo has uh, some, some video that might end up making me cry. Breach is 100% asleep, right? Yeah, he is. But enough about breach Debo, do we have that queued up? I have my tissues ready. I don't know how to put into words what the game of football has meant to me and what a blessing it has been. While I know with confidence I have given my all to the game. I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all it has given me. A boy from Finley, Ohio with NFL dreams developed in Oxford at Miami university, blessed with the honor of 18 seasons as a Pittsburgh Steeler and a place to call home. The journey has been exhilarating defined by relationships and fueled by a spirit of competition. Yet the time has come to clean up my locker, hang up my cleats, and continue to be all I can be to my wife and children. I retire from football, a truly grateful man. So the biggest takeaway for me, and this is, I say this as a father, is that when you, when there was the, the cut to the entire family sitting on the couch, uh, the the youngest son on, on, the far right as you're looking at the screen is like, <laughs> I definitely do not want to be here. I'm trying to play with my Legos and I gotta sit here while my dad reads a sheet of paper. Let's hurry this thing up and get on with it. And uh I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, first,
1: of all, yourself, Dad, you just said you can't put it into words, but then you're putting it into words.
0: Like, in a very, a very tiny type on a big sheet of paper. A, Let's wrap this thing up, old man. Hey, 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 by the way,
1: uh, shout out to a podcast listener, YouTube podcast viewer, Matt Boatright, who has been
0: asking for this podcast. Yeah, there. Look at that poor kid. He's like, come on, dude. If you're watching on have, YouTube, I would
1: not have predicted that the Rothsberger family looked so family ish. Yeah, he, he. you know, obviously
0: ago. the last 10 years, I think he's, he tried to sort things out through the grace of uh, Jesus Christ, his Lord and Savior. But, um, <laughs> he's gotten very religious. In the he's gotten very religious. But, for, uh, for her yeah, he's, in the church. That's right. But anyway, I, I think, um, First ballot Hall of Famer, slam dunk. Hopefully he gets in before Matthew Stafford does, but I don't think there's any dispute about that. Uh, top five, best quarterback in the last 30, 40 years? Uh, I don't know.
1: No. Just say it, it. it. Princeton. You don't have to think about that. I mean, well, if, I think if you – Okay, let's do say – Do since 2000. I was going to say since 2004. All right, since this century- alright let's, right, let's, right, let's look at Big Ben in context. I'm gonna ask you this first. Is he the greatest Steelers
0: player? Yes. Next Steelers question. player. Yes. Next question.
1: Greatest Steelers player of all time? Yes. Okay, I was gonna say greatest quarterback for sure. Do you think yeah. he's the greatest Steelers player of all time? There's some really good Steelers players.
0: Okay, who's better? Uh Plexco Byrus, who else? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, all right. So, you think hands down, no questions asked, greatest Steelers player of all time? Yes. He's better than Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls, but Terry Bradshaw certainly didn't wing the ball around as often and, and for as long as Ben Roethlisberger. Okay.
1: I don't, think I, that's I, don't, I don't have a doubt that he's, I mean, like, Joe Green. Oh, come on. Franco Harris. Jerome Dennis.
0: You're gonna make the argument that a running the running backs are better than Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, no,
1: I'm, just, I'm just asking. Lynn Swan.
0: There's what a lot of Troy Malu? Malu in the conversations, and I, I get. It. I love Troy. Troy's in the in the conversation is top five. But come on now. All right, what's your other question? Oh, we're doing since the, this century. Who are the better quarterbacks? Quarterbacks was it's ne- a right, so Big Ben never a member
1: of a losing team in his 18 years with the Steelers. A 165 <laughs> career regular season wins. Fifth most by a quarterback in NFL history. 64,088 career passing yards. Oh, fifth, fifth all, all time. From- not, not fifth since 2000. Fifth all time, Debo. Oh, don't. I don't think Donovan McNabb up there. Go ahead. And uh, mm-hmm. one of 12 starting quarterbacks to win multiple Super Bowl titles. Look, there's, right. there's no questioning. He has more passing yards than Phillip Rivers, Dan Marino. Matt Ryan will probably pass him substantially more than Eli Manning. Aaron Rodgers, kind of a dogfight to catch him. Because Rogers
0: has fifty five thousand three hundred sixty. Well, Rodgers was drafted in 05, didn't start playing until 08 because um yeah. the far the guy named far up there. I mean he has fifteen thousand more passing yards
1: than Matthew Stafford. Like he's in so, a he's, Tom Brady he's locked into that um number five spot until Matt Ryan passes him, I would think.
0: Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, and then who else? Breeze. Like he, yeah, Breeze. Breeze. Rodgers, okay, bro. yep, I'll give you that one good one. Debo had that one in the chamber. No, I mean
2: at, at best, I think he's five. You can start to have the conversation around five if we're talking yeah. this oh, century.
1: Yeah, that's right. if, yeah, if we're talking,
0: yeah. I'm waiting for you to bring up your dumb name. Go ahead, say it.
1: I'm not going to suggest that Philip Rivers would <laughs> rank above Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I mean, look, Pete Prisco said <laughs> on HQ that Rivers is the better quarterback, and I agree. I agree with this stance. I think Philip Rivers that's is the great. best quarterback from that draft class. Ben Roethlisberger, by far and away the best career in that draft class. And then Eli Manning, best last name. Um,
0: and no, I, that, I disagree with that. Been in, been in Rivers. That's fine. Um, and I said this on HQ. Bill Cower apparently loved Philip Rivers. Yep. And wanted to take him. Obviously, Rivers went top three or whatever. I can't remember this, the order. And then they also were interested in Sean Andrews, the guard out of Arkansas, who ended up going to Debo Steelers, uh, Eagles, excuse me, uh, a few picks later. And uh, the late Dan Rooney said, Hey guys, remember that time in 1983 when we passed on Dan Marino and took Gabe Rivera, the nose tackle? Let's not do that again. And that's how they ended up with Roethlisberger. So I don't know how much truth there is to that story. It's a great story to tell. But it was obviously the right decision because it changed the the course of that, that organization.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bill Cowher, Hall of Fame coach, not because of Big Ben, but certainly solidified it by getting Big Ben and, and winning that first Super Bowl. And then, you know, I mean, like when Big Ben got drafted, he was I, I mean I, I I mean I vaguely remember it cuz it was 2004 my goodness it's been you know been 18 years uh, first year of
0: peel Sox dealers if you want to go back and relive every game
1: Ryan Ryan before. Wilson's blog spot uh <laughs> the I mean the conversation was okay Eli uh, like Rivers and Eli were definitely going to go ahead of Big Ben but there were people who were saying Big Ben might be the best guy out of all of these quarterbacks and I mean I do think the fact that he went to Pittsburgh you know, t- drastically changes how we how we view him as a player. Like if he goes to the Chargers, I don't think, and same can be said for Eli. I don't think you see the you know those guys win two Super Bowls each if they're playing for the Chargers because the Chargers love to Charger. Um, going to Pittsburgh, playing for a team that had an elite level defense already in place, that had a good run game and a great head coach, made life a lot easier on Ben out of the gate. He was he he was a game manager early on, which is what you want your rookie quarterbacks to be. You want to be able to pound the football, you know, in the run game. You want to be able to you know, lean on your defense and not ask your rookie quarterback to do too much. Particularly in the early two thousands, when you know high octane passing offenses were still you know fairly uh, fairly minimal in terms of you know what you saw out there. Your greatest show on turf, an exception to the rule, uh, been developed into a great quarterback. Had off field issues, which I'm sure we'll discuss, but you know had the one of the all time great throws in Super Bowl history to win that second Super Bowl when he hit, uh, when he hit St. Antonio Holmes in the end zone to beat the Cardinals and secure his second Super Bowl. Now, has he, I hadn't been back to the Super Bowl since then, right? He's two for two, I think.
0: Yeah. 20, 2010, to 2011 Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm looking back through Heel Steelers, March thirtieth two 2004. Yeah. Here's what I wrote. Uh, I'm no, I'm no scout. No one ever asked my opinion, but the Steelers' primary need isn't a quarterback because Tommy Maddox had played serviceable. <laughs> In 2002, you wrote that ahead of
1: big after
0: Big Ben was drafted, and I don't think it makes sense to take the third best quarterback with the eleventh pick.
1: May be- <laughs>
0: but I will say this: I have always been on the no Philip Rivers bandwagon, even back. 16,
1: okay. 17. Oh, yeah, you're 18, a Carolina right. Hawk. You got a bunch of, yeah, you know what I That's pretty
0: right? funny. I haven't looked at this, this blog spot in, in years. Oh, but, Ben, uh,
1: oh, I'm an idiot. Ben went to the Super Bowl against the, the, the Packers and lost to our yeah, Super I was, football, oops, first I was looking so. that up,
0: so I didn't hear what you said, but right, they so, lost to the Packers in, yeah. in February 2011, and they won. They went three times. 2005, they beat the Seahawks, and, and that game had been during Twitter. People, that it would have been an a, a S show because there were so many, the, the fans felt like there was. One the side ref, of the, the referees team. and Jerome Bettis references were on. Right. And then of course, 2008. And also, I don't know if you remember, because you were uh, a wee lad, as they say, during the um, media day with Joey Porter, Joey Porter called out the Seahawks tackle, Jeremy. I can't remember his name. He was dating Hope Solo. Like they dated for a while. And That's Jeremy, a tight end. Jeremy That's Stevens, a... I mean, is that his name yeah. Jeremy Stevens? Uh, yeah, who yeah. had some some off field issues, and he called them out as being soft, and and like uh, that again would have been something that would have blown up, right? But there was no Twitter. And in two thousand eight, of course, the San Antonio home's coach to catch that you mentioned in the back of the end zone.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, my bad. I forgot. Ben obviously went to a third Super Bowl. It was my first Super Bowl in Dallas. Um, so they, they, he won two and then lost his third. Yeah, and it hasn't changed back since. Primarily because of the Patriots and the Chiefs.
0: Yeah. In fact, I, I made a list of some of my favorite Big Ben moments if you want to hear them. And I would actually if people yeah. in the chats have their favorite Big Ben moments, put them in there and I'll uh, Josh is my memory. That's so, uh,
1: yeah, if you got a great if you if you have a, a Ben Rothersberger moment, it's
0: what's true. yours as a as someone who is not a fan? What sticks out to you immediately when you think of a play Big Ben made? Is it Santonio? Is it something else?
1: Yeah, I mean, my thing with Big Ben is that inherently just like with Eli Manning, I you know as a Rivers guy, I always sort of rooted against Ben. I was gonna say you may not have liked him. I oh, know I didn't like Ben. Hated Ben. Hated yeah, Ben, hated Eli. Didn't want him to succeed because of you know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And so uh, I would I, I don't I don't know what my favorite Big Ben was.
0: why don't why don't we start with why don't you? Debo, do you have one as someone who was a fan of a team across the state? No. I
2: hates
1: uh, Big Ben. I uh,
2: I didn't even watch the Steelers Cardinals Super Bowl live. I watched American Gangster in my room because I was so upset at the Eagles losing to the Cardinals the week before in the NFC Championship. I just boycotted that Super Bowl entirely. So like the next day, I was
1: like, "Wow, it was a pretty good throw." It was an all-time
0: great throw, my That's man. Did you, did you enjoy that part of the movie, Debo? <laughs> I think it's from American Gangster, right? Denzel saying, "My man." Oh yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's from Training Day, I think. No, it's not.
1: Oh, that is American Gangster. You're Thank right. you. I right, look, look, I'm spacey today. So is don't...
0: that? Uh, that's actually less weird than watching Uncut Gems on your iPhone as you try to go to sleep. I'll give you that. At least you had a reason.
1: Skipping the so. Super, Super Bowl to watch American Gangster. That's that's more weird than watching Uncut Gems on your.
0: Ah, uh, he he was upset, uh, and I understand that. Oh, here here's some of my favorite memories in in random order. Um, so two game stretch in 2014, Ben Roethlisberger threw 12 touchdowns. 860 total yards, 94 points scored as they beat the Colts and the Ravens, zero interceptions, which is the most remarkable part of that, perhaps. Um, So that's one of them. Oh, gosh, this is an amazing one. The 2010 season when they went to the Super Bowl, they got there only because in the AFC championship game against the Ravens, which they always seem to play. It was a, a rookie. I think his name was Antonio Brown. May I remember him? Third and 19, Roethlisberger uncorks one in the fourth quarter, 58 yards. A.B. catches it with the side of his helmet to lead them to the eventual win. I think it was 31-24 that game may have ended up. Um, We talked about Aaron Rodgers as a better quarterback over the last century than than Big Ben in, in that top five there. They met in 2009 in Pittsburgh. Towards the end of the season, neither team was going to the playoffs, and they combined for 4 million points. Last second touchdown to Mike Wallace in the end zone. Uh, on a game where there was literally no defense. And, of course, the, the St. Antonio Holmes catch we talked about, uh, unbelievable. Two plays before that, St. Antonio Holmes dropped a pass on the other side in the end zone that looked like it would have sealed the game. And even like a month before that, Week 15, St. Antonio made another fantastic catch at the end of the game to beat the Ravens um, to help secure the the division, I believe. So, And those are just a handful of them, not even the ones early on in Big Ben's career. Uh, my
1: favorite moment is probably the quarterback sneak he attempted this year. God, stop it! <laughs> when he fell flat on his face and didn't pick up a yard, uh, despite having a gaping gaping hole
0: in the middle there. No, I mean, I just always, I always feel like. Oh, sorry, I forgot, and I'm surprised you. Power Packers ninety uh, when he tackled the when Jerome Bettis fumbled in the in the AFC divisional round in 2005 against the Colts, and Big Ben had to tackle Nick Harper to, to save the game winning or what could possibly be the game winning touchdown return. And then Vander Jack kick one sideways when they had an opportunity to tie it later. I forgot about that one. That's a good one.
1: I would say that, um, and look at that. Most wins all time, including playoffs by a quarterback and coach combination, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, 249 Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. Had they just been able to beat the chiefs would have secured their, uh, solo place in number two, but are tied with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. So that, those two are uh, probably going to stand for a while. I would guess – golly, who's the – I wonder who – so, Tom, if you're watching on YouTube – by the way, smash the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Brady Belichick, number one, 249. That, that is probably never going to be broken. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe – I mean
0: – No, never. It's never been broken.
1: Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin – Breeze Peyton one forty four each. Marino and Shula one twenty two and Noel Bradshaw one twenty one. Wild that there's two. That just shows you about the Steelers and the continuity that they've had.
0: I think that probably the next most likely candidates are Bill Belichick and McCorkle Jones. I was say,
1: <laughs> Patrick
2: Mahomes already fifty career wins, and that's not even including playoffs. So you factor in, yep, know, round fifty five.
1: Yeah, uh, no, he's got eight
2: more six. than that. Yeah,
1: because he had four. So-
2: Ten years is fifty. Is eight playoff
1: wins so fifty-eight yeah, for sorry. Mahomes and Reed. So they'll—I so mean—they'll they'll, I mean, they'll probably get to number two unless something,
0: you know. So ten years, they average eleven wins a year. That's one hundred and ten plus fifty, so that's one hundred and sixty. So they get to number two, but that's ten wins of averaging eleven wins a year. Is that is that doable? Yes. No. I think it, I think the bigger concern is like, will 80 Reed be around that long? Right, exactly, because he's he has to be yeah. in the sixties by now. Oh, oh. no. Oh, he's got his Miami jersey on. Never
3: mind. You're welcome here, Breach. Guys, I heard uh, Ben Roethlisberger retired.
0: Why are you smiling ear to ear now that the division belongs to the Bengals? and goes to no Cincinnati smiling. now.
3: I, I, Ryan, you got your Steelers stuff on. I, I had to come on and join you guys. Look,
0: so Breach, let me ask you this: yeah. What is your favorite or least favorite Big Ben memory? Not the, not the memory of the playoff loss in 2015 because that he got carted off the field as those terrible Bengals fans were throwing things at him. But your specific Big Ben memory that you may.
1: By, by like the way, court, I, I feel like I'm terrible him. about specific memories with quarterbacks. Like, I don't – I have, like, a – even with, like, Peyton Manning –
0: I mean, maybe Tom Brady's a little bit different. Just I don't have specific memories either, for generally speaking, but, like, the quarterback stuff, you sort of
1: – Also, it's your quarterback.
0: Like, right, that's what I mean.
1: Um, but with Ben, for me, all like, what I mostly – when I think of Ben Roethlisberger, I think about him outside the pocket with, like, two defenders draped on him. And he's just shrugging him off, and and then bombing the ball down the field. Um, that's I just always I was I, I you know when Ben was at his peak, like that dude was. I mean, sort of Cam Newton esque, just in terms of like Josh Allen like.
0: Better. Although you know, Cam I, Newton I, I, 2015 I, I, was pretty
1: good. I, I mean, like I don't I don't mean I'm not saying that he was. I'm not saying Ben was like Josh Allen. I'm saying that for a modern day comp for someone who can shrug off defenders the way that he can. I mean, most quarterbacks can't do that. Like we, we haven't seen that many quarterbacks with that mobility and that strength, that combination, just like toss defenders to the side the way Ben Ben did oftentimes during his career.
0: All right, breach. What do you got?
3: Uh, I'll give you a good one, a bad one. Uh, I'll start with the good. I have a couple good ones because obviously, you know, Ben's, Football career started at Miami of Ohio, and I was there while he was there. And for me, you know, you go to most people who were raised in Ohio, I would say grow up huge Ohio State fans as far as college goes. But the fact that I was at a school that had a top 10 team in the country, and that was all because of Ben Roethlisberger. You're talking about a guy who was playing with, you know, two star recruits at a Mac school, and they were slaughtering everybody. I think my favorite memory was they went to the the GMAC Bowl that year, played Bobby Petrino, you know, like the most hated guy, even then was hated, because he was just job job jumping. Everybody knew he was just always looking for the next job to take. And uh, Louisville was favored over Miami, and everybody's just like, are you kidding me? We're going to slaughter them. But we go there playing in Mobile, Alabama, and Miami wins 49 to 28, and I think it was seven touchdown passes. I want to say maybe it was six, but Roethlisberger just diced up Louisville. It was so cool to see his career end like that. Uh, and then he announced he was going to the NFL draft after that, all downhill from there. Um, Let's see. That was
0: 2004, so the Bengals had
3: just drafted was the Carson Palmer. That was the 2003 college season. Yeah, 2004 draft.
0: So they had Carson Palmer, so you weren't – I'm assuming you didn't want them to get
3: – No, no. You know what? Honestly – During the draft, I was literally so I thought personally Roethlisberger was better than Manning and Rivers that year. But that's, you know, I went to Miami with him. That's part Homer. I didn't watch all of Eli Manning's games. I didn't watch all of Philip Rivers games, but I did watch all of Ben Roethlisberger's games. And I thought that he could absolutely succeed in the NFL. And I thought he would. Uh, So during the draft, though, I thought for sure he would be one of the first two quarterbacks taken. I was like, yeah, maybe they'll go with Eli and then Ben will be the second, or maybe they'll get rivers. I did not think he would be the third,
0: but by the way, much... sorry to interrupt you. He threw four touchdowns, no interceptions in that game. You, okay. you, you remembered it twice as much, but
3: I mean, it was 49. I know they scored 49. I <laughs> knew Ben threw a bunch of touchdown passes. There you go. Um, yeah. So literally in that draft, I was, only rooting for him not to go to the Steelers. I didn't care where he... Yeah, I was like... (laughs) Because, you know, you're the Bengals. The Bengals had just gotten Carson Palmer. (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah, I didn't didn't expect him, didn't want him to go to the Bengals. I knew that wasn't going to happen. But I was like, I don't care where he goes as long as he doesn't go to Pittsburgh. And boom, the 11th pick gets announced and I'm just like, oh my God.
0: By the way, you know, there's another backstory to this. I forgot about this. So go back to the 2003 season. Steelers are terrible. They win six games that year because Tommy Maddox was Tommy Maddox. Um, I think it's week 17. Jamal Ad, Jamal Lewis, excuse me, is trying to get to 2,000 rushing yards, and and um, the Ravens are playing the Steelers, either week 17 or week 16. And so Brian Billick, the coach at the time of the Ravens, leaves Jamal Lewis in there to try to get him to reach his mark. They end up beating the Steelers, which allows – the instead of resting their starters, Ravens Whoa. going to the playoffs. It allows the Steelers to have the 11th pick as opposed to the 14th or pick whatever it would have been. So Brian Billick is in part responsible for, for allowing – uh, your dreams to be crushed for a, a decade or so, Breach. Well, well,
1: I, and, and let's not forget, too, that the uh, Browns at least passed on him once. They right? took the tight end, Callum Winslow Jr. That's right. They took Callum Winslow Jr. instead of Big Ben. And Ben uh, absolutely destroyed.
0: Well, we the talked Browns. about Aaron Rodgers holding grudges. Big Ben, a little quiet, more quiet about it, holds grudges as well. A little yes. quieter about it. Destroyed the Browns for his. He grew up a Browns fan, I think, right? I believe so. He's They're in Finley. Sh- I he, think, yeah. He's in Finley. Yeah. He
1: grew up, he grew up near the near he grew up in Ohio. Like I believe was a Browns fan. And he
0: was, wasn't a Bengals fan, growing up on him. Yeah, no, he it was he, not. What uh, what's the worst memory breach?
3: The worst memory. And you know what? Real quick on the Browns not passing because again, the Bengals were never gonna take him. That was never uh, you know, I didn't want it. They had Carson Palmer, not a big deal, but the Browns were coming off a season where like Kelly Holcomb was horrible. Uh, that, that was, I think, the tail end of Tim Couch's career. Maybe they were afraid to use another top pick on a quarterback because of how much Couch fizzled out. Uh, but that was crazy that they passed on him. So my worst memory, and there's a bunch, you know, because Ben Roethlisberger pretty much beat the <laughs> Bengals all the time until this year. But there is one vivid one because of when it happened and the, the circumstances and, you know, obviously the playoff losses, But the 2005 playoff loss, as soon as Carson Palmer got injured, I knew the Steelers were winning. It just, you know, there wasn't – that's not a bad Ben Roethlisberger memory. It was just – that was it was inevitable. It was a Thanos memory. Um, Again, in 2015, Andy Dalton got hurt before the playoff game and didn't start. And again, going into that game, I didn't think there was any chance the Bengals had. So that's not a Ben Roethlisberger memory. It's a Vontez Burfik memory or Pac-Man Jones or Jeremy Hill. That's not Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger memory is the 2006 season, week 17. Oh, the Steelers were terrible because Big Ben had the motorcycle accident. New Year's summer. Eve. It is the mm. final game of the season. It is being played on New Year's Eve. It is December 31st. I remember the that. The Bengals are 8-7. If they win the game, they are in the playoffs. The Steelers are 7-8. and eight. They have nothing right. to play for. So Steelers... The only thing they have to play for is to not finish with a losing record. And the game's in Paul Brown Stadium, I believe. The game is at Paul Brown Stadium. I was there. Oh, you Uh, were. (laughs) Like, I remember this vividly. And so the Steelers kick a field goal, send it to overtime. Uh, And in overtime, you're like, you know what? Ben hasn't really done anything all day. We're good. The Bengals are still going to win this. They're still going to get to the playoffs. Literally 90 seconds into overtime, (laughs) maybe under 90 seconds. I think it was the Steelers' second or third play. Ben Roethlisberger hits Antonio Holmes on a slant That's and he right. takes it 67 yards to the, the house, house for a touchdown. And the Steelers win 23-17 and the Bengals miss the playoffs. The Steelers get to go eight and eight on a on a when Roethlisberger almost died in a motorcycle accident yeah. six months prior. Uh so that would be my least favorite Ben Roethlisberger. That was
0: San Antonio Holmes' rookie season. Big Ben had a terrible year because of the injuries, and that game was their their Super Bowl. Bill Cowher retired a short time later. Yep. Um, Cowher's yeah, last game. Yeah, ab- absolutely. That's that's four, hysterical.
1: Four NFL quarterbacks in the history of professional football have 35 or more fourth quarter comebacks.
0: Can you name the four quarterbacks? Brady. Well, Ben and Peyton Manning were on the graphic that we just saw. Ding, ding, ding. So, so Brady has to be on there. Roethlisberger. Uh, Probably Kirk Cousins, some random. So, this is
1: Breeze is the fourth. And I was, I, I knew if I did three, it would be Brady Manning and, and, and Ben. Breeze.
0: Let me ask you this because I know, by D- wait, do you know who is uh number five with
1: 34 for the I, I hope it's Philip Rivers. <laughs> is it Stafford? I uh,
3: Stafford, uh, Stafford. actually I was gonna guess him at number four. I was like, This is why Brinson's bringing this up right now, so we can get Stafford in the conversation. <laughs> uh,
1: Man- uh, Manning has 43, Brady 42, Ben 41. I mean, just it, 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 my point was like, I think that that's like that's the other thing about Ben that I just. You just like you always, if Ben, if ben had the ball for as goofy and, 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 you know, Roethlisberger as he is, like lumbery, he was just, he was he, yeah, he was, he was stone cold in the clutch, man. That guy, when he had the ball, you felt like he was going to try and, and walk you down 13, Tom Brady, ridiculous. 35 playoff wins for Tom Brady, Montana, uh, second at 16, and then Manning, Elway, Bradshaw, 14, Big Ben, and Far 13.
0: Yeah. Now you were talking about your sort of general vision of Big Ben as him breaking free of tackles in the backfield. One of the specific memories, Haloti Nada, it was must have been a stunning night game because Collinsworth was was calling it already not. had broke his nose on a play against the Ravens. He stayed in, and I think it was. It may have been the same game, maybe a different game, in which he basically fought off Terrell Suggs, who had him in his grasp and would have tackled any other quarterback. And was able to throw the ball away, which was one of the best incompletions I've ever seen, let alone uh, Big Ben incompletions. Uh, yeah, and you sort of forget the first seven, eight, nine years of his career. He could act. He was actually mobile, and you talked about it. he's a little Josh Allen. Never. Mobile. Never quite that fast, but you could not take tackle him in the backfield, and he could actually run a little bit and get around the corner. Obviously, that that wasn't going to be the case the last seven or eight years or so. But I mean, the, the Steelers are, the Bengals or the Browns if they don't have Big Ben over the last eighteen years. That's
1: that's actually a great what if. Like, let's say that you know Brian Billick doesn't run it up with Jamal Lewis, and the Steelers never get Ben.
0: And they take Sean Andrews, a guard out of Arkansas, for Tommy. I mean, Maddox.
1: yeah. Well, I mean. It's it's easy to point it's like the Steelers have had continuity for fifty years and only had ex-coaches like, well, that's what happens when you have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. You know, it's like the the Packers. Um
0: Steelers. Yeah, again, the 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 hallmark is uh, Breach, would you rather have them have taken Sean Andrews or Big Ben? And I'm sure Breach is a Bengals fan. Uh, we all know the answer. An there.
3: offensive lineman or a two-time <laughs> super <Bowl> winning quarterback.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. It can't
1: uh can't talk about Ben without mentioning his all-field issues. You know, Breach touched on the motorcycle accident when he's riding a motorcycle without a helmet, and there was yeah. of course the uh, sexual assault allegations filed. Uh, he was never he was suspended by the NFL, never actually convicted of anything. You know, those things can be a little tricky when it comes to you know how like how how the legal process goes through versus how the NFL handles it. Um, certainly, I think, I mean, it, it, look, it's you know, the guy's retiring, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, slam dunk, but you can't really talk about, I mean, you have to bring that up as part of his legacy, right? I mean, like, that it complicates things, right, Wilson?
0: Oh, of course. In 2010, when this was all coming to a head, I wanted them to trade him, and I was trying to figure out landing spots. I was like, let's trade him to the Rams for Sam Bradford straight up, or maybe they had the first overall pick, and they ended up taking Sam Bradford. I, w- I was willing to to make that deal. Um, someone reported on Thursday that Mike Singletary said that, that he – vetoed a deal for Big Ben to go to San Francisco. I don't know how much truth there is to that. I think Pro Football Talk uh, uh, talked about that. I don't know if there's any veracity to that as well, um, just because I don't know how much pull Mike Singletary had and he wasn't there very long. But I think there were some conversations probably I would have to imagine inside the organization about what to do with Roethlisberger because he. uh, there were some serious allegations. Now, as we noted when we were looking at the family picture there during his goodbye video, he seems to have gotten himself on the straight and narrow, and has done and said all the right things over the last seven, eight, nine, ten years or so. So, uh, you know, credit him for that. But there's no sort of hiding from the the other stuff that that led us to that point.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, there was two of them, and I think that is the key that y- you got to remember. This wasn't like a one time situation where he got drunk and made the wrong decision. And not that that excuses anything; he still needs to be punished, and you still have to talk about it. But you had the one in Nevada in in July, 2008. And then you had the one in Georgia in March, 2010. And, and, you know, that's just, it's unacceptable. And that's, that's, it's a, it's a stain on your life. It's a stain on your career. You've probably ruined these, you know, these people are going to be the women in this situation. This is something they're going to think about the rest of their lives. And I know, Brinson, you mentioned he didn't get charged with anything, but, you know, he did settle uh, definitely the Nevada case in a civil lawsuit. And I, I don't remember exactly what happened, at the end of the the Georgia case. But so there is, you know, obviously when you make a settlement, you're not admitting guilt, but you're kind of trying to put that behind you. And so, yeah, I I do agree with Wilson that he's done and said all the right things for uh, the past 12 years. But, you know, those women have to live with that for the past 12 years. So there's no getting around it. And I think it's absolutely something that needs to be talked about when uh, he's up for the Hall of Fame in 2027. So... I mean, we, we, I remember we covered this at fan house.
1: Like we were working at fan house
3: at the time and it was,
1: I mean, um, but I'm trying to recall specifically, did he appeal his suspension down to, yeah, four? I think it, it
0: may have gotten reduced. It may have been six down to four, it but Byron initial- Leftwich actually started those games in 2010 and they, Oh my God, that's right. That's they, crazy. The first game this year, I believe I have to double check. I've looked real quick. I think it was against the Titans. I think they beat There's the uh,
1: Falcons. They won 15. They won, oh, they won three or four. It okay, was the go. Falcons. They won 15 9, Titans 19 11. And then, you know what? Here's what happened the Buccaneers in there too.
0: Yep. Beat the Buccaneers. So Byron got hurt. Indians. Charlie Batch oh, had to Bash come in. in. That's right. And he was winging the ball down in Tampa Bay. They won that game because I think Mike Wallace had a big game. And this is all memory because I used to watch those games a lot more closely than I do now. But that's right. Three so they were. able catch
1: matches for 100 yards and two touchdowns for Mike Wallace that day. Yep. Charlie yeah. Batch started the whole, played the whole game. Man,
3: that's wild. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that he missed those four games and then they go to the Super Bowl.
0: That's also how it happened with the the gate,
3: right? Right. Yep. So, yeah. So
1: yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Obviously. obviously. for different reasons. It was uh, right. the stupid football. He you know suspended what? for four games then um,
1: the Super Bowl. I think you're wrong about uh what well, did Leffich start week one? Yeah, double oh. It made it Dennis it was, Dixon. It was Dennis Dixon. Yeah, it was Dennis, Dennis Dixon.
0: Dixon. So Lefwich came in. I think at some point when Big Ben got hurt, he played against the Dolphins and did really well, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly. But that's right. Dennis Dixon started. He struggled. Dennis Dixon, out of Here's, Oregon, yep. because he was a mobile quarterback, maybe a little ahead of his time. Struggled with accuracy. Um, and then Charlie Batch came in, who was so much fun to watch. He he was just a old school gunslinger.
1: Yeah. Um, they man, they beat a. And because remember that Tampa Bay team that they beat was coached by Raheem Morris, who had replaced uh, John Josh Bruden. Freeman, the quarterback, then he was Josh, Freeman had, and Josh Johnson played in that game. But uh, Mike was on to the big... the staff with Raheem Morris in Tampa Bay, when they won the Super Bowl,
0: right? Right. Um, I think Raheem Morris is pretty young. That was 2002. So I'm not I'm sure positive
1: they were on the staff at the same time. OK, because I was looking because the the running gag was Sean, McVay, you know, the you know, Washington had Sean McVeigh. Um, but they also had, but Tampa had Sean McVay and Mike Tomlin. So I think he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, Tomlin, yeah, Tomlin's a three-time or two-time Super Bowl winner. One as assistant coach and once as a head coach. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so I mean, look, Ben. Yeah, I mean, it's a. uh, It was a. It was a. It was a thing. You know, I mean, it was a it's big a, deal. Complicated it the legacy story is of the all season. If I if I recall correctly, in two thousand, a huge story. Yeah, and he is a. Uh, I saw somebody in the chat maybe s- suggested he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is 100% a first ballot Hall of Famer. Unless
3: he gets punished for his yeah. off-field stuff and gets held to the second ballot. It's the, like a, a the Hall of Fame,
1: thing. No, the Hall of Fame
3: notoriously says that it's on-field that matters, not off-field. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people thought Terrell Owens was going to be a first ballot Hall but, of but Famer. he wasn't like... He didn't do anything off the field. He was just a jerk to the media. Right, and so I'm saying that they say that they're not taking it into account that they might, I mean, he's going to get in. There's no doubt about it. And I'm saying the one way you'd punish him is making him a, a second. Hey, I, I don't, I mean, I don't I mean, I'm just telling you based on what we've seen from. Owens is the only example. And people just didn't like Terrell Owens. And Terrell Owens
1: was a absolute slam dunk first ballot Hall of Famer. I think the only way. So I guess rivers hasn't. Let's see. Rivers didn't play this year. I'm trying to think, are Eli and Rivers up in the same year? No, Eli retired two years ago, right? Rivers and
2: Braves are up the same year. Manning's a year before.
1: Yeah,
0: so. It's going to be hysterical when Manning gets in and Rivers has to wait three years. Brits is going to go on a tirade.
3: Yep. Or what if uh, Brady and Gronk both retire this year?
0: Phil Rivers may never get in. Is that what you're
3: saying? Now, there's a
1: path. That's the path (laughs) for Ben Roethlisberger not to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Is Tom Brady and Gronk retired this year? Gronk can't get him before
0: before Big Ben. Get out of here.
3: He's a great. What? He's position Who was? Yeah, ben. I was gonna say who's better at their position. You think Ben's a better quarterback than Gronk was a tight end? Oh, yes. Gronk I mean, is the Tom Brady of tight
1: ends. He didn't. He he. What if Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both retired this year?
3: Oh man, you can't put all three quarterbacks you in the same year. Three, yeah,
1: why not? They're weird like that. They defer to it. That's like why it's easier that Eli, Rivers, and Ben
0: are all separate classes because... There's no way on God's green earth that Gronkowski is getting in before Big Ben. That's just idiotic. Clip it and save, Diva. Clip it and save it. I'm I'm
2: team Brinson Breach on this one.
0: Yeah, That's all right. You also watched uh, American Gangsters that are watching the Steelers win the Super Bowl, Diva. I don't regret it. (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest. My man. (laughs) My man. All right.
1: So... Oh, yeah. We got to give away a Paramount Plus gift card. Ooh. I'm here for that. Really want to be here for that. Congratulations. Mike Kenny, you are our Paramount Plus winner. You get a $100 gift card. Debo will reach out to you. Thanks to everyone for listening, for subscribing, for rating. Real
2: quick, I'm going to extend this. Can we? Did we talk about what's next for the Steelers at quarterback? Oh, we didn't. Good call, Debo.
1: <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm punch drunk right now. There
0: they are, are trading their first-round pick, Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph, to Cincinnati for Jeff Burrow.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Like, Breach, would you quit watching football if that happened?
1: But it, but it happens. It happens this week. So <laughs> Bro,
3: What's his name? Brad- so preposterous. Here? I can't even give it an answer. Burrow doesn't even play in the AFC Championship game. Would that be
0: more devastating than the 2016 January playoff loss? Wait, what, what do the Bengals get in return? Does it matter? They get a first-round pick, the 20th overall pick. Mason seven Rudolph.
3: first-round picks? And sure, I'll, we'll give you some first-round picks. No, we don't want seven first-round picks. I was going to say, you're not no, going to do it No that. deal.
1: So, you
0: Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Hassan's will an opportunity. Trade, you wouldn't trade Burrow to the Steelers for seven
1: first-round no, picks? No, I wouldn't. That'd be you idiotic. Even, you're not even allowed to trade seven,
0: Right. That. What about 70? Uh, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins will get a chance, as Mike Tomlin has stated, but he said it in a fashion in which it felt like he wasn't serious. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers you would love to get, but as Bridget and I talked about on HQ, Nathaniel Hackett is now the guy in, in Denver, and we know that Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett based on his comments from a year and a half ago. Uh, Russ Wilson, Pittsburgh isn't a big market area. Deshaun Watson, we just talked about a quarterback that had some off-field stuff. I don't know if you want to bring another guy in. Uh, that's usually not how the, the organization approaches these things. So then there's a the draft. I mean, is Derek Carr an upgrade? Yeah. Is he worth the 20th overall pick? You know what? He might be like for real. Uh, they have a lot of cap space like Derek Carr, fix the offensive line. I don't hate that. Um, I wanted Marcus Mariota a few years ago, but clearly Marcus Mariota. I don't think he's, he's no longer an answer. I, Danny Connell has said previously, our coworker, that uh, Jameis Winston, I don't want Jameis Winston. Uh, I am all out on Jameis. I would be, I would be more upset than the Steelers than Breach would be had the Steelers traded for Joe Burrow if the Steelers get Kirk Cousins. Like I do not want under any circumstances Kirk Cousins. What are you making a face for, Brinson? You think that makes sense? You you be, be if you have to deal with one year of Kirk Cousins versus the Bengals trading their franchise. I would be right livid inside the division. I think Breach would be a little more upset. <laughs> but my point is that it would be. The wor- almost the worst case. I would rather you'd have, have Mason Rudolph.
1: you'd have Joe Burrow tattooed right here and you would wear like a, a little like low-hanging low, low, low hanging sh- or you'd get Joe Burrow tattooed on your forehead. Ryan and, Bailey, maybe. And, no, but you would just you would talk I mean, Breach Breach would have to quit his job and move to My point is that why Antarctica
0: Why why give up anything for Kirk Cousins when you could just start Mason Rio for a year and then fix the quarterback situation a year from now? That's I, I
1: think the Steelers quarterback thing is really interesting because you have whoever's coming in is replacing a Hall of Famer. But there's a good enough roster, more or less, outside of the offensive line that this is a playoff caliber team, we you know with a great head coach and Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season. They've so, never
0: had salary cap space. They have a ton this year. All you need is a couple offensive linemen and you need some pieces on defense. But I think like Derek Carr seems reasonable. And I think it does cost you a first round pick. I'm fine giving up the twentieth overall pick for Derek Carr. Are you would
3: rather, rather have Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins?
0: Yes. I mean,
1: what are we doing? would you, would you agree? Brinson? Yeah, I would take Derek Carr for the, for the, for the, the, I mean, I think he'd be, he'd be more expensive to acquire, but he is cheaper to uh,
0: maintain. Now I'll, look, I'll trade a fourth round pick for Kirk Cousins. Sure. I'm not giving up one cent more than that. I wouldn't want Cousins with his, with his contract. And I, we, Brinson, Breach, I think you've said this. It seems
3: like his teammates don't even like him that much. Was, was that us that talk about that? Yeah. I mean, but maybe his. Teammates in Pittsburgh will
0: like him. Yeah, your your teammates in Cincinnati would love that. His teammates in Pittsburgh hate him. <laughs> I, I just i I think the Jimmy Garoppolo. No, thank you. So when Jaron uh, Franklin mentioned that in the chat, I I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. Not for a second round pick. Not no.
1: I mean, do you think? I mean, do you think the Steelers are like? Are they? What are the What are the Steelers doing? Like, where? What is the state of their organization relative? Like a rebuild, reload. Retool, you know, you
0: know what I mean, like it? Yeah, is they won't say rebuild. And I don't know. I mean, they won eight games, nine games this year, which is, ins- I think, they won more games than the Chargers, or as many games as the Chargers. Think about that. Again, the you're offensive the line, playoffs. the playoffs, offensive line playoffs. is going to get better because they're young, and you can add a few pieces, especially at center. Um, they they need to bolster the defense. I don't know if Stefan Tua. The talk now is that the people aren't sure if he's going to play again. Cam Hayward's going to be older. But they have TJ Watt. They have Mika Fitzpatrick. They need some help a cornerback. I, I think they're um perfectly replacement level team, which is a 500 team or a 9 7 1 team. You need a quarterback. You have Najee Harris. You have Deontay Johnson. You can bring back Juju Smith Schuster if he wants to come back and he says he does. We'll see. I, I think they're, they're certainly, they're probably 16 teams that would love to be the Steelers, and there are 15 teams that are glad they're not the Steelers. I, I don't think they're in a bad spot. I'm actually sort of interested to see how this plays out. It'll be sort of fun to watch knowing that you don't have a franchise quarterback, how you fix it and make it work. But I think realistic, like Aaron Rodgers, I would three first round picks I'm giving up for. I think Denver's number one. If we're thinking he's not going he's not coming to Green Bay for me there, right I, now. I,
1: mean, I guess, I, I guess, I guess my question is like, do the, and if, I mean, Kevin Colbert is retiring, right? Didn't it?
0: There's con- conversations. Uh, um, there was remember. like a conflicting report from John either Clinton. this year or next year, but uh, I think, the the higher will probably be in-house it sounds like but just so I'll say quickly my at the top of my realistic quarterback wish list it is in fact I can't believe this Derek Carr because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a possibility. If he's a possibility for sure but Derek Carr for the 20th overall pick are you the if you're trading if you're the Raiders are you trading Derek Carr for the 20th overall pick?
3: Well let me ask you real quick what would you give up for Aaron Rodgers? Three three first rounders? Yeah yeah because then you have a two year window where you're probably the Super Bowl favorite behind the Chiefs. Maybe he's playing th-
0: he's playing for three years. That's fine, you're, but you're gonna be you're always gonna be behind. But the you're Chiefs. a top
3: three team in the AFC for as long as he's your quarterback. Right. Yeah. That's worth it. Because again, we
0: overvalue these first round picks.
1: Like uh, I, I, would, I would guess that what we see from the Steelers could end up being really similar to what we saw in Baltimore, where Ozzy Newsom, final year as a GM, conducts one last draft with Eric DeG- I mean, and look, when you know when Ozzie's making the what you do is as the as the outgoing GM you're making the picks, but I mean it's being made in concert with Eric DeCosta. The right,
0: the singer. guy. It seems like that's probably coming in house. And like Ozzy Newsom said, Kevin Colbert said the same thing. I want to leave this place in better shape than when I got here. Right, of course. And, and sorry, no. I was going to say even at twenty, like if none of these things happen, then at twenty you draft a quarterback. The top quarterback I want is Matt Corral because he can run for his life.
1: And and maybe it's and maybe it's Kenny Pickett, maybe it's Sam Howell. I mean, we, I don't know, it better not be Sam, Sam Howell. I know you don't like him, but Sam Howell can run for his life too. My point being is that. When you do that as an organization, like Lamar Jackson is Ozzie Newsom's pick. If Lamar Jackson hadn't worked out for whatever reason, Eric DaCosta was not going to take the fall for it. But Eric DaCosta gets all the credit for it because yes. he was. And so I think let's say it's Omar Khan that they promote to be the new GM, which I think he's the odds on favorite.
0: Um I'm laughing because in the comments, some people keep saying, What about Andy Dalton to a one year deal to serve as a bridge quarterback? And Stephen B says, Andy Dalton would be on the IR by quarter two of week one. I got is it. true.
1: Andy Dalton as the Steelers' week one quarterback would be
3: incredible. Andy Dalton yeah. or Kirk Cousins?
1: Andy Dalton. Uh, I would just want Dalton. So Wilson has to hate. I'm fine with it. I don't hate I don't Andy think Dalton. Dalton
3: would be horrible in Pittsburgh, oh. to be honest.
0: I don't want Kirk Cousins. Andy Dalton would be much more affordable. Anyway, go ahead with he, the. Ah, I'm, I'm, hear
3: he's, that. That. he's open to it. He just opened it. There's a path. There's a path. Andy Dalton
1: siding with Dome the path. Steelers. Oh my God! What if Andy Dalton? That would be actually incredible if Andy, Andy Dalton- beats the he beats the bagel twice. No, but Andy Dalton beats the bagels <laughs> and twice. And those are twice. the
3: Steelers' only two wins of the season. <laughs> Wrong. But,
1: but, but the Steelers actually win nine games with Andy Dalton, and it's all full circle with Wilsons. There's a path. For- that would be it. Yes. Sweet, sh- sweet mercy. Uh, at any rate, it wouldn't be shocking if Colbert comes in, runs the draft, and then steps away. Omar Khan takes over, and you draft that quarterback with one of your first round picks,
0: uh, believing that he's the next guy. Sam Darnold's the name that's been thrown around the chat, too. Hard pass on Sam Darnold.
3: What what about Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year? Hard pass on Ryan Fitzpatrick. He can't
0: even, he's like an old man. He's got, he's had hip replacement surgery. Philip Rivers? (laughs) No, Philip, no
3: Tyrod Taylor. What about Mitchell Trubisky? That's 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 crazy. intriguing.
0: That's, that's now here's crazy. the thing. Yeah, we, we joke about Mr. Trubisky. You're giving up a, a the twentieth overall pick to draft Matt Corral. Matt Corral. could very easily be worse than Mr. Trubisky. We just don't know. So I would trade I don't think I trade I'm not trading a third rounder for Mr. Trubisky. Would you trade a third rounder for Mr. Trubisky?
3: Well, I don't think you have to trade anything because it's contract he's go on your deal, yeah. Buffalo. Oh, be free agent. And they won't tag him, obviously, because you have to pay him oh, yeah, So right. what do you think of going to- free agent? I no, bet I,
0: Trubisky, Trubisky would be intriguing. Derek Carr is number one for first round pick. And then Mr. Trubisky, you signed to I would much rather have Trubisky as a free agent
1: competing with Dwayne Haskins, who I I, I think at least you have to Ooh, I don't hate that because he can run.
3: Well, and and a commenter just master brought master. up the name I was going to bring up, because obviously I have to. No. Would no. you trade a third-round pick no. for Gardner Minshew? No, of course oh, oh! My God. Although,
0: I will say this. I don't think he minds me speaking at school. Our buddy, um, uh, J.J. – what's J.J.'s last name? I can't remember J.J.'s last name. Jonathan Jones? No. Uh, he works for Baseball America. lives in Durham. Like J.J. White side? J.J. Cooper. J.J. Cooper, right. I, we used to do Steelers block together. I spaced on his last name. But we were talking the other day. And he said he wouldn't hate the idea of Gardner Minshew, not for a third-round pick because he's not insane, but just coming in there, winging the ball around. I I don't know. There's too much silliness going on with Gardner. I'd rather have Mr. Bisky, I think. Would you rather have Mr. Bisky or Gardner uh, Breach?
3: You know what I want? Trubisky.
0: Okay. I want
1: Gardner Minshew traded for a third-round pick and to Pittsburgh. And. Andy Dalton signed as a free agent. Oh, geez. <laughs> and then Andy Dalton trying beats, to kill up, me? beats out Gardner Minshew. That's what I'll be doing on Sunday. Watching American if, Gangster. If Andy
3: <laughs> Dalton signs with the Steelers. I am buying Wilson an Andy Dalton Steelers shirt. You heard it here first. I'll wear it every Sunday. And he has to
1: wear it every I'll podcast. Wait, wait! Uh, every, don't, you have to, don't you have to take a bath in Cincinnati Chili Breach? Oh, We got to lot that, of we gotta cut bets. it, man.
3: I, I'm pretty sure I said if Randy Bullock beats the Bengals with a 50-yarder. A nobody sent the clip because I think that's what I said. But again... I don't remember. So I could be wrong.
1: Uh Wilson just left and the uh now uh sports center is running the Big Ben complicated legacy pieces, which should be not surprising at all. Uh Gardner Minshew under contract for one more year with Debo's Eagles. So this would just be a, a very incestuous move if the uh if the Steelers traded a third round pick for 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 Ben I mean for for Ben Roethlisberger, for Gardner Minshew. Um to be hilarious. Yeah. All right, well, I guess uh, that's it for the – Debo, do we need to do anything else? Wait for Wilson to come back? Or- no, let's end this thing.
2: Um, right. Wilson's not here. Kind of like Big Ben being absent for the past – I'll
1: wave twice. <laughs> seasons. My goodness. One hand for Wilson, one hand for me. All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I. We will probably see you guys again. On yeah. or, oh actually you know what In, oh my god twenty five minutes we'll be doing a live show where we make picks for the conference championship so uh don't leave your YouTube page just quite yet you're not
3: gonna have a voice and you're not gonna be able to talk on Sunday we have to a yeah, you know, Wilson try. host the show I go some food all right see you guys later.